Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday, a very special episode of Two Shot Tuesday. We promised it last week. We are here to deliver. We are reviewing both, both Invasion of the Body Snatcher movies, and we couldn't do it alone. We had to bring, for a big podcast, you want to bring a big movie guy, and we are bringing the movie guy, Rob Peets, the man who has forgotten more about movies than I will ever know. Wow. You know, there might be a lie. There's like a lie in there somewhere. I don't know where exactly, but... uh... Uh, let's just say that's true. Yeah, yeah I'm let's go with that. I, I know the most about movies. So. Now, Rob, Rob, it's great to see you, man. It's great to see you. It feels good. You guys look great. Now, Rob, you actually picked this theme. You said we should look at Invasion of the Body Snatchers 1 and 2, which is not fair to call them 1 and 2. Yeah, um, I, I got to Can I just cut you off there? I think I might have messed up. I think you just up. did. I think I might have messed up. <laughs> What's that? Uh, oh, so? so you watched I, the wrong movies? Or? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Uh-huh. I think uh, you were you were saying we were okay. Uh, based on what you just said, we were supposed to watch Invasion of the Body Snatchers, right? <laughs> yeah, that's um, that was it. So I I actually ended up watching something called Invasion of the Booty Smashers. Oh, good. Uh, totally so different my, movie. Eh? That's that's my bad. Let's talk oh. about that one. No, I don't think we can. Uh, no, no. <laughs> that sounds like there was a lot more nudity in that one. Eh? I'm gonna click explicit. It'll be no problem. This thing's okay. going out to the dark web only. Well, I, I'm just I'm just such an idiot, and I feel like uh, uh, I'm gonna go. Why don't I just toss it on now? You guys can like chat about the movie, and uh, by the time you're that the movie's, I'll and then I'll just come back in and I'll I'll see what I thought at the end. Oh, you're you're gonna put on booty smashers again, aren't you? Is that no, what you're well, gonna do? Okay, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. At least turn you off your idea. camera. Just turn off. Your, <laughs> we don't want to watch you watching booty smashers. Fair yeah, not this time, but make sure you set up the paywall for your webcam viewers. <laughs> Rob, why did you pick Body Snatchers? So I think uh, from my perspective, it was one of these movies that I, I saw the original one as a kid on TV in one of those sort of late, uh, sorry, mid, mid-afternoon, Sunday afternoon matinee type shows that they would put on on the Buffalo channels. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember just thinking as a kid, like this is like a like a hour and 50 minute long Twilight Zone episode. Like it's just, it's really well acted. It seems pretty serious. There's no, there's no giant ants or anything. It just seems like, well just overall like well put together and the story was kind of cool and i really kind of appreciated the ending and uh, the guy so you saw the 50s version first then rob is what you're saying yeah Yeah, as 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 probably a six-year-old or something on a sunday afternoon wow um and then uh flash forward to 78 when the other one came out my parents uh took me to see this in the theater and it just blew my mind i just thought it was such a great adaption of that movie and it kind of did all it hit all the same beats but it kind of did it a little differently and it was more modern it was just as serious as the first one there's no real jokes in it or anything it was really it really is a serious movie about about this kind of crazy thing this uh, these pods that come down and and duplicate people right so it's just always had a little bit of a a place in my heart as being one of the one of the better original 50s movies and then also uh the remake that probably tops the original 50s movie as far as like it doesn't just do that it does all that, but it does it better, and it does it with a little bit of panache. And uh, it, you know, we'll talk a bit more about that stuff. But yeah, yeah we get that twist ending too, right in the seventies version. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So these are things that just sort of made me think these are great movies. Yeah, and that was really it. It was like, well, why don't we? That would be fun. Why don't we watch the original and that? And yeah. uh, and there you yeah. go. Yeah. Were you talking about um, 
funnier is one of the things that you, it wasn't funny, which is something you liked. Uh, it, I'm just going to jump in with a fact that I pulled on the original Body Snatchers. And it's a quote from the uh, director. Siegel is his last name. What's his, do you remember his first name? Rob? Brian? Um, yeah, Don Siegel said this. He said, originally the movie was supposed to be a lot funnier. And he said, I felt that the pods growing into a likeness of a person would strike the characters as preposterous. I wanted to play it that way with the characters not taking the threat seriously. Hoping huh. to offset the scares, he then filmed a number of comedic scenes, which were later cut out by Allied Artists, the film's distributor. And he said, uh, in their hallowed words, horror films are horror films and there's no room for humor. And Siegel said, I translated this to mean that they have pod brains and there was no room for humor in their pod brains. <laughs> wow. So it was going to be funnier. The original movie, uh, the original you know, 50s movie, ended with the guy uh screaming in the streets you know they're coming for you they're coming to get you he's out in the highway and he's like screaming at the, all the people that's in the movie yes but that's where the movie originally ended that's the original cut of the movie ended there uh the studio once again intervened and was like you know we need to we need to make there needs to be hope here so they right. ended up filming a prologue and an epilogue and then putting narration through the through the movie I think the movie would have been a lot better without that prologue and epilogue and then without the narration. Because the whole time the guy's like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that this was happening. So I ran down the road to my neighbors, you know, like it was just, mm -hmm. I don't need to, you don't need to tell me what I'm watching, but because now they're trying to put some context here and they add FBI into the ending and the FBI knows, so everything's going to be okay. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So not only if he would have injected humor in it, if the original cut had humor, it also would have had a much darker ending. Yeah, because well, it would have I, ended with uncertainty, complete uncertainty, right? Uh, the only thing I was going to say that I thought was interesting as well is because you said it, it was ending kind of with him on the car or yelling in the streets, you know, they're, they're, they're coming or they've won. And then in the 1978 version, his character jumps on the car and is basically saying that. And I was reading that, yeah. you know, so that almost makes the 78 version a sequel or, you know, happening kind of, yeah. concurrently to this movie, if you wanted to, like, he could be that character doing that. Happening concurrently, that's interesting. Apparently, yeah. the, the director of the 78 version wanted to make it seem like that guy had been running around for 22 years. <laughs> yeah. Telling, telling people that they're coming, they're coming, and that you finally get to witness him die on the streets. Yeah. Ah, uh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was kind of an inside joke, but it was also a great cameo to have. Right? Yeah. Very it's cool. kind of funny. Imagine he did spend all that time, Rob, and then he wonders he, why he can't hold a job. You know, I mean, it's because yeah. you keep telling people this is not what you're hired for to tell people <laughs> they're coming. They're coming like, fuck, we're trying to move toasters here. Yeah. Well, I mean, he was a doctor. So, uh, yeah, I guess, I right. guess at, but, at, at that uh, point, you, you take what point. you can get at that point. If you're a screaming maniac, you know, well, you're a toaster salesman now, buddy. Yeah. Well, that's all you get. I mean, I don't think he would last long in the surgery game uh, with that type of with that terrible attitude. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a steady hand. Yeah. Talking about. yeah, exactly. So the 1978 ending, though, I mean, I, I think that was pretty cool. Did you see that coming? Did you think it was going to be Donald Sutherland opening up his mouth and letting out that blood-curdling alien scream at the end there? Did you see that coming? Or was that for you like, holy shit, who, who hasn't been got? I mean, no, no one, I remember in the theater uh, being very surprised by that because yeah. I, I wanted him to, everyone, you, you know, you want him to be okay. You want her to be okay. And when she sees him and screams out, Matthew, and you're like, don't just, first of all, shut up. Second of all, yeah. uh, and then, then him staring back, but you've been watching him walk around now 
at his old job, you've seen, you're seeing him doing things. Is, has he just decided I'm going to integrate, I'm going to keep my eye on, on these people or is he fully turned, right? The, the three minutes leading up to the no. screen is the idea is, is that you don't know. He could just be faking it. He could be faking the, the, the comatose sort of whatever it is, the emotionless guy, just so he can interact with people again. Make sure. Everyone believe that he's one of them. Sure. Uh, you know, and that's, that's, the, that's the freak out is that you're not really sure for the last three minutes. But then when he lets out the alien scream, it's like, well. Then you're 179% sure that yes, he is turned and, into a, a emotionless clone. Yeah. And he was the only actor that knew the ending of that movie. So they didn't tell her that when she walked in, they didn't tell her he was going to turn around and scream. I read uh, like that Veronica well. Cartwright. The, yeah. The, the, so uh, she didn't know that was going to happen. So Wow, that's cool. Yeah. he Donald Sutherland was the only actor that knew it. And when that happened, that was a genuine reaction. Nice. Pretty cool point about the, the, the screams and the sounds in that movie. Yeah. They were done. They were done by the same guy that did the Star Wars sounds the year before. So uh, the, oh. guy, the, the, the guy, the Foley guy on the Star Wars movies was actually yeah. did the Foley for that movie. So that scream. It's probably a combination of multiple screams. It's probably a, you know what I mean? And the, yeah. the, crushing, Jawa. the crushing sounds of the husks oh. are, are probably several things. A Wookiee or a Jawa. Yeah, who knows? yeah, yeah, totally. Hey, speaking of crushing sounds, let's crush a shot. Yes. Oh, oh. Seamless, Jay. Segway. <laughs> That's just straight fire, brother. Let's do it. All right, for shot number one, Jay, I got some Glendalo, one of my new faves. What do you got? And I've got what you brought to the mini mansion when we watched this uh, this movie marathon. I've had many sippers, but this is my first shot of the Basil Hayden with the metallic belt on the bottle. <laughs> it's the only whiskey that comes with a belt. That's pretty cool. Uh, Rob? I'm going to be drinking uh, something called Finnegan's Crown 1856. It's the crown jewel of rye whiskey. And uh, it's bullshit. I'm drinking water. Perfect. But, but I love that you had that ready. And in an Cheers. orange bottle. Cheers. Yep. Chin chin. <laughs> Uh, so let's let's get back to where we were with the invasion of the body snatchers side by side yeah. comparison. Sounds like we got a few votes for number the 78 version being better than the 50s version. Rob, like if you were to give each one sort of a score out of 10. Yeah, it's, it's a little difficult for me because I do have uh, I do have a, a kind of a sweet spot in there for both of them. I, I, yeah, I like them for different reasons. You know, you're never going to get the same kind of over the top insanity you'll see in the 78 version back in the 50s it just wasn't going to happen mm-hmm. so yeah. you kind of got to take that into 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 consideration um i do think the 78 movie is a little bit a little bit better i think that it, it has a better ending i think the ending is a little more uh menacing uh, yeah it is but um and i do think the original movie could have had that but it, it doesn't so um i i I'd score wise probably like i don't really do 0.5s so um I would like to do sort of a 0.5 on this, but I, I'm not going to. So I would probably say a nine for the 78 and maybe an eight for the 50s version. Jay, what do you think? Uh, what, what, what are your scores? I'm going to give, uh, well, I have to say, I shout out to my brother who um, went to, he studied film in school and they watched both uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. And so one of the, he sent me a lot of quotes from the movie, from the 50s movies that he really liked. That was, yeah. you know, there was like these subtle things around in your nightstand and in the bedroom and all this kind of stuff you couldn't talk about in the 50s, but they kind of snuck it in. And the fact that they were doing speed, really, he took like yep. the, the children's medication was actually speed. Wow. And yeah, so all this stuff. So this stuff was put in there. And while they didn't specifically say this was done because of communism, when my brother was studying it in the 80s, you know, because the 50s was a big time of communist, basically this replacement 
of yeah, people fear. with uh, with with the, these pod the people. Yeah. yeah, it was about the communists coming in and taking over. So that was an interesting lens that he ta- uh, talked to me about afterwards. And um, yeah, I'm going to give, let's see, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give a seven to the 1950s one, and I'm going to give an eight to the 1978 one. Barry, why don't you give us your scores? Um, you know what, Jay? Uh, because we had the KFC and a bunch of whiskey, and I, too, uh, don't yeah. remember exactly how the 50s one ended, yeah. I'm going to have to go ahead and give it a touch lower score because I can't – I don't want to beef something up that I didn't fully see. And You did have three about, dinners. I, I, I had did two, have three dinners, three so dinners, I'm going to go ahead so, yeah. and, and give it a, give it a, you know, a solid six. Uh, I will revisit, though. I have the Blu-ray, so. Yeah. What are you going to give the KFC? Easy. I, oh, that's a 10 out of 10. Okay, good. So was, it averages out. You're right. yeah, 10 out of 10 lips, until the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then 1978? The 1978, I enjoyed that one uh, a lot more. And I saw it actually uh, unimpeded in 4K where there was no KFC. And I was actually able to, to drill down and actually watch it. Um, yeah, that ending was so good. And I so mm-hmm. I agree with Rob. That's that's a 9 out of 10 for me. And yeah. I, I also want to do a special shout out to Jeff Goldblum, who, you know, it's fun to watch him before he really found that Jeff, Cold, Jeff Goldblum character that he has done. That swagger was missing. That yeah. swagger. Yeah. yeah. It was interesting, though, to just see him starting out. I'm not sure if that was his first role. <laughs> he looked like he was 15 in that movie, man. Like, he looked really yeah. fresh-faced, young young dude. Yeah, And Leonard Nimoy, to too. Him. Shout out to Leonard Nimoy. Yeah, we're looking pretty sharp in his four layers of clothing, though, which I thought was a bit strange. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of want to talk about... Ascot tie and a collared shirt and a sweater and well, a jacket. Yeah, so I kind of want to talk about Leonard Nimoy, actually. Well, let's think, do that. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, I think I think for me, the, the cool thing about that was that uh, I was a Star Trek kid. You know what I mean? I grew up on Star Trek. It was it was in repeats, reruns through the 70s. Um, obviously, like, it it's, has been for decades and decades. But at that point, it was still always on after school you come home you watch star trek you know so that's where kirk spock and bones were kind of my 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 trio um so but leonard nimoy had kind of you'd see him on tv sometimes you'd see him in the odd movie but for the most part you didn't you really just knew him as spock yeah and i don't think he really liked being spock at that point i think he kind Mm -hmm. of wanted to get away from that maybe he had started to kind of come around by the time he did body snatchers but what i loved about that was that knowing that Oh my God! There's Spock, but he's in—he's not Spock. He's just a guy, and he kind of—he yeah. kind of has emotions and things, and he—he's kind of playing up that. But also, not only that, the character kind of has to be emotionless. So not only is he kind of early on, you think, well, you know, he's—he's he's probably not a—not a pod guy. He's probably a real human, but maybe he isn't because he is just kind of talking to people and telling him to give in and all that stuff. And he's getting real close to that one he's woman. Like close. he has his hands on her. He's yeah. pulling her close and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, that was but, a bit but weird. It, just kind of kind of interesting. And, and he's constantly and then you find out very quickly that no, no, he's actually one of the pod people. And from that point forth, he kind of just becomes Spock, which I thought was kind of interesting. He just becomes this emotionless guy who speaks like Leonard Nimoy, you know. And right. uh, I always thought that was really neat to, to and then you know, I didn't know at the time, but a year later he would be in Star Trek, the motion picture. So uh, back as Spock. And then that's how we know him for the rest of his life is Spock. Right. So yeah, just a neat little kind of exit ramp into a different place for a little while. And I thought it was a really cool part for him to have, because he was able to kind of play a bit with that emotionless thing, which he's known for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. May I say that I have not thoroughly enjoyed serving with humans. I find their illogic and foolish emotions a constant irritant. Now, I know I had mentioned to you just briefly, Jay, about the 2007 remake, uh, third remake just called The Invasion with Daniel Craig and uh, 
uh, Nicole Kidman, but we looked it up, right? And it was like 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. So that's yeah. just, that's just a hard no. I, I don't think that's worth wasting anybody's time. So uh, listeners, you know, if you do come across that, yeah, it's maybe part of the same family, but stick with the original too, for sure. Yeah. We, we talked about this when we were, when we were originally talking about this idea and, and I think it was like, you know, it's just not quite the same. It's kind of, it is based more on the novel, I think. And, and it's not there, there was a novel called the body snatchers, but it's kind of like there was that there was Logan's Run, and then there was that movie they did with with uh, Ewan McGregor and whoever else. Uh, it was kind of like Logan's Run, but it what the island or something? Yeah, the know. island. That's right. That was uh, you're right. That's pretty much. I was thinking either that or it was like uh, THX. Um, that THX movie yeah. with Robert Duvall was sort of a mashup of those two ideas, right? The, the underground, a little bit, dwellers yeah, yeah. trying to escape. Or it's like that. It's like that uh, Sean Connery Bond movie that wasn't really a Bond movie. Then Never Say Never Again, where. They didn't have the rights to use the all the bad people's names and stuff so like they had to they had to use made-up names for the, like specter and stuff like that it was like what am yeah. i watching this yeah they just call them spectacles i guess and then the new one they just have to rename all the fucking bad guys right well, yeah, now it's the, now uh... it's blow job instead of odd job whoa hey well that, that ties in with rob's uh Is that the booty mashers? there's another one that's the booty, mashers? the booty mashers yeah, now, let's, uh... let's end it on a high note So there were two good versions of body snatchers. It's kind of like doing two shots of alcohol wow, we or water a on a show. So, oh my God. I mean, I think that, that's a perfect time. Good call. All right. For shot number two, I switched it to classic Jameson. Ah, very wise. I went back to Glendalo. Rob? Yeah, I'm going with uh, Jerry's dark red brew this time. It's uh, the tagline is if you know Jerry, you're, you're going to love his red brew. Cheers. It's water. I'm drinking water again. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's well, maybe get final thoughts on uh, the two invasion films as a you know a way to kind of put the the mm. the pin in it. Uh, well, you know what? For me, it's 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 uh, they're 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 great films. They're both fun fun to watch movies. The fifties ones, you know, a little dated, but it's a fifties. What can you do? Uh, you're dealing with uh, you're dealing with that stuff. But other than that, good quality movies. I probably won't watch them again for another ten years if I live that long. And uh, Bob's your uncle. Right mm. on, Jay. Well, I'm going to go to a couple notes that I wrote down while we were watching the movie that are nonsensical to me now. Because, oh, good. Yeah, I had a few uh, whiskeys. Save the best for and maybe last. you can help with this, Barry. I wrote down classic fisherman's cardigan in both movies. Yes, that was well, my note. Thank you for writing yeah, yeah. it down. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice that there was one guy, he was sort of a side character, maybe one of the orderlies in a hospital. He was wearing like this fisherman's cardigan and the same fisherman's cardigan I mean, it was black and white to color, but to my eyes, it looked like the same damn cardigan made its way to the 1978 version, worn by just a random dude. I did not like, as a that. As a yeah. side character. All right. So Thanks for writing that down, Jay. You're welcome. That was one. I'm glad you remembered it. And um, well, the last thing I'll say before I hand it over to you, Barry, is this would make a pretty good, I think, like HBO Max six episode series. They could, they could do, a, yeah. I think we might be ready for a body snatcher kind of universe. Like you could- you could do like Walking Dead, where you could have different things going on within this. It is different zombies. parts of the world too, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Like these pods didn't yeah. just land in San Francisco, presumably. Maybe there are other places. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Could be right I mean, for it, a, a good it idea. Is, franchise. It's just a zombie flick, really. At the end of the day, you know. You're right. But they're not living dead, right? They're just they're zombies, but they're not dead guys getting reanimated no, and coming back. Oh yes, they are. They're living dead. 
but just the the, the mannerism they're, they're, they're like zombies but they look like normal like it's not no. the same as a zombie those gross zombies that no are... but they're made of plant matter they're not the people anymore they're they're so they're they're zombie like there's beyond zombie like beyond, yeah, beyond zombie. they're like <laughs> beyond zombie. i love it they're, they're basically plant-based zombies, zombies. <laughs> plant-based beyond zombies. zombies i love it <laughs> i love Dude, it this is i'm gonna order hey does uh uber eats have beyond zombie on the menu <laughs> that's amazing Gary, oh, your well, final well thoughts you know, it's been a lot of fun, as always, having oh, Rob Pete's the movie guy, not just the movie guy. You know what, Rob? You're our movie guy here at Two yeah. Shot Tuesday, and you're always going to be welcome back. Uh, I'm, I'm, our, I'm, I got a tear. I'm squeezing out. You're a, a great guest. We love having you. You're always uber prepared, and it's super appreciated. And the next time we do this again, I think we should do another, you know, tackle another genre. Maybe do like a, you know... 80s horror and do like a couple of friday the 13th or something like that or how about how about how about like a movie like love actually like what does that even mean you know just things like that ask these questions sure mona lisa smile what is yeah what is in that what is that let's do it what is the one with the chocolate why am i talking about chocolate yeah i don't know oh all right if you're still with us listeners we hope to be with you once again next week i definitely won't be Okay, well, we always love having you. Rob Pete's the movie guy. Until next time, take care. Bye. Thanks, Rob. Good day, mates.